welcome to the Unlabeling Effect, where three distinctive women daringly dive into some taboos with the intention to normalize the uncomfortable yet vital conversations. We are ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery with comrades like you. Let's commence on this week's episode on being betrayed. Betrayal is the sense of being harmed by the intentional actions or omissions of a trusted person. The most common forms of betrayal are harmful disclosures of confidential information, disloyalty, infidelity, dishonesty, and so on. They can be traumatic and cause considerable distress. You might feel shock, self-doubting, anger, and so forth. How shall we control the controllables and overcome all this? Let's dive right in. This is your host Rita, and with me here today are Melody and Fabian. Hi, girls. Hi. Hello. A lot of people claim that you can't be betrayed by people who you don't trust. For example, an encounter with a stranger, he being very dishonest or selling you faulty goods, you won't feel betrayed. So, is it your definition as well, or do you have any other definition of betrayal? I agree that、uh, it's only someone that you're close to that you can feel that sense of betrayal. Because if it's someone that you don't care about, you wouldn't feel that way. Yeah, I think it's only when you have a foundation of trust and respect and honesty with someone. If they have violated it, that's when you feel betrayed. I agree. Yeah, I think a term is your social contract that you established with another person. So yesterday actually inspired me. This example is that we often share like ugly pictures of ourselves. In our WhatsApp group, and I trust that you guys wouldn't share with anybody or broadcast it out, right? How strong I believe in you on that social contract that we hold together. That's a good one. That reminds me. Have you watched the Netflix series? Is anyone up? It's about revenge porn. No. So basically,、no. it's just people leaking the intimate photos of their ex partner. That is the quintessence of betrayal. Right. My follow-up question is: To what extent you have to establish that trust to make you feel betrayed if they have done something dishonest or disloyal to you? I think trust stems from、uh, honesty. For me, opening up to someone is the first step of building trust.、Um, mm-hmm. Being honest, being respectful—these are all things that would add up to、uh, building the foundation with someone. That's why betrayal always consists a sense of shockness because you wouldn't expect it's out of your expectations and you cannot believe and that's why you have that anger and you'll be caught off guard. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Do you have any experience of being betrayed? I'm a lucky one that I haven't really experienced it, but then I could imagine it could be very, very devastating. The incident that I experienced was pretty recent. I've been working on a side project on my own, and I have been scouting for business partners to work on this with me. And then, this person—I've known him for more than nine years now—and we actually had a few like meetings just to talk about this, and we were going to move forward. But then he vanished. To me, I just couldn't believe that he would do such a thing because in my head. He has such a good image, you know. Like he is very kind. He's he has integrity.、Um, so it was towards the point I couldn't find an excuse for him. 
It's the initial shock, and then you just cannot use logic to explain. So I didn't have, or I still don't have any closure. It's definitely a hard pill to swallow. I think the most like shocking thing is, as you said, it's unexpected. Mm. Like if you see it coming, you might be disappointed. Yes. Yeah, Vivian, it, it was really upsetting to know that a long-term friend of yours just ghosted you that way. Even you guys had such a great communication vision towards the project. So after he kind of left the whole scene, what phases have you been through? Did you go through denial, anger, sadness, and now acceptance? It was it a linear process, or did you go back and forth a bit? Definitely, I think it was such a roller coaster. I think when he disappeared for a week, I was like, "Hmm, that's okay." Um, I know that his family is going through something, so let me give him a little bit more time. I'll just check in on him to see if he's okay. Didn't reply, so I waited for another week, and then I was like, "Is this okay? Like, are you still on board?" Didn't reply, and then I think after three, four messages, I I tried calling him. Nobody picked up. And then at last, I just typed a really long message and said that it's okay that if you're not interested, but I would appreciate if you just tell me. Then I'll just stop. You know, didn't reply. Uh, so definitely went through denial um, because in my head he's not the type just to be so irresponsible and just go against his words like this. I wasn't angry. At all, I think, because I knew that I need to accept that it is what it is, and I tried really hard to not take it personally. Um, but I was very saddened by the fact that I need to start recruiting another partner with his expertise because his expertise was not easy to find. It was such a journey, but then I feel like I'm so glad it happened early on. So in the future, if it happens again, I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah. And also learning from this um, experience, like every entrepreneur, everyone who works from scratch has to know the, how to protect your intellectual property. So you have to now gauge how much you're disclosing to people. Yeah. And um, yeah, from this experience, it could be a valuable lesson or something that meant to happen for your growth, I think. So, yeah, thank but you. Then, do you, do you think that um, this experience is going to have an impact on you in trusting another person in the future? Definitely. I think when it comes to business, it's like I need to be more brutal. And as you said, it's a huge lesson that just because he's a friend, right? I cannot just blindly trust someone. I think it's like not setting, not having a clear boundaries in the first place. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, like elaborate a little bit more on the trusting, why, why I was so naive, right? Because back in the days, I would seek assurance, like verbal assurance from a person and be like, are you in? And if they said yes, I'd be like, oh, okay. Or I might trust too quickly when they said yes, because in my head, there are trustworthy people. You can say I'm too trusting, but how can you not trust a person you've known for so long? So I think that's also, I need to be more compassionate towards myself and be like, of course you felt this way. Of course it was a shock. I think it's to do with how we measure betrayal and stuff. But I think for me at the moment, the bottom line or the worst case that I've experienced was more like a sense of disappointment. People, for example, going behind your back 
Or yeah. as a kid, like your friends would tell you one thing, go to the other person and tell them another thing, so that a drama could be caused. Like things like that, you know. It's a sense of betrayal, but it's almost I would say it's like a baby level of betrayal. It's more like a disappointment. But I need to reiterate that it is a baby level now. We look back as adult, but as a baby back then. It was very traumatizing, and if the audience experienced the same thing, like it is something that worth addressing. It's worth going back and revisiting and talk about that experience. One skill that my therapist taught me, um, he asked me to imagine myself as an adult, go back to that scenario, and just sit with that young child. And you don't have to even say anything; just sit there because for that child, like maybe it's their first time experiencing disappointment, so. How small it is, it's still a shock. And um, I also didn't think that it was a big deal, and until my therapist just opened this whole new world for me. <laughs> I agree, and I feel like these minor incidents, like quote unquote minor, do have accumulative effect to formulate a mental calculation of how much you are going to trust someone and how long are you going to take to trust someone in the future. We had a great conversation today, and me and Mel. Are、uh, the lucky ones that haven't really experienced betrayal, but then who knows? Something might happen in the future, and the experience of、uh, Vivian actually gave us a lot of insights to know that. Do not solely rely on social contract or your personal expectations, and always be prepared that something might happen, and you have to know how to deal with it and cope with it emotionally. And also, do not neglect or underestimate all the little mistrust or betrayal back in childhood and when you were little, because all those build up to form your trusting system right now. So, if you are the one who have been betrayed, unfortunately. I just want to remind you that past failures serve like a guidance for future behavior, and find ways to understand the experience and control the controllables because that experience could be your learning process. And do not miss out on the fruitful relationship that you might have by building trust again. That's all for today's episode on being betrayed. Join us again next time when we talk about how to love and be loved. Thank you for tuning in, and let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes, and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel, dare to be real.